Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. Everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show. And I'd like to welcome special guest Richard Bergen, r- director and writer of the movie Fang. How you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty well, Chewy. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Can't complain. That's good. Yeah, it's uh, you know, here. You have to go back to work tomorrow. So we're going to have one last uh, great moment of this weekend with this interview. Oh, definitely, man. Got to make it <laughs> worth it, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, man, how old are you? Well, I'm, uh, I uh, turned 23 in April. I'm kind of a young director. You're very young, man. That's, yeah. that's impressive, man. Oh, thank you. Director and writer, and you're 23 years old. I am, yes. That's impressive. Thank you. Yeah, I've had a very kind of single-minded uh, focus on getting this movie made for a while. Like, like I started writing the script for Fang, I think it was in March of 2019, and then it, it took me like five months to do that. And then so after that, I was like, all right, well, let's get started. Let's get started making the movie. And then, and then everything happened pretty fast after that. And now that we finished filming everything is going slowly because it's post-production but <laughs> that's how it goes got to smooth out got to smooth everything out nice and so what inspired you to write fang well first i guess uh, i'll say a little bit about what the movie is about fang mm-hmm. is the story of a young man named billy cochran he is 23 years old he's a janitor who lives in Chicago with his mother, Gina, who is dying from Parkinson's. So they have a very kind of tense relationship because she's kind of losing her mind as the disease kind of, you know, takes its toll on her. And then soon afterwards, Billy starts to lose his mind too when he gets bitten by a rat in his house. And so from there, after he gets bitten by the rat, he starts to become convinced that he's transforming into a rat himself. And we don't know if this is really happening or if it's all in Billy's head. Wow, I love that. (laughs) Thank you. I love those ideas where where, uh, it it messes with your head as well, you know? 
because you, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, so it's a horror movie, right? It is. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. Uh, well, I hope I hope you find the finished movie brilliant too. I I love watching it in the editing process. I'm looking forward to watching it. I mean, I love those type of horror movies. You know, it, it's and then especially how how you wrote it too, how it messes with your mind. So you're not a hundred percent sure if he's imagining it or if no, he's yeah, yeah. I mean, at a certain point, I realized that you know it doesn't really matter so much what's real and what isn't because I know a lot of people like to you know break everything down and be like, you know, well, what does this mean? What is that? mean you know what's you know what is this doing here and then i think i think what's most important is what you feel when you're watching and i want you to feel kind of the journey of insanity that these characters go on and i think that you know as i was writing it i was focused very much on what do i want the audience to feel in each scene of this movie so that was really kind of that was kind of my process in doing it. Damn, man. So, yeah, it, it's all by feel, right? Instead of describing every single detail. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's it's all about, it's all about, because I think that, you know, with a movie, what's, what's really most important is how it impacts you, you know, in the audience. Because if, if you don't feel anything when you're watching it, it could be really well made. It could be well acted but if it doesn't make you feel anything then what the hell kind of movie is that you know that's it's not a movie you're going to remember it won't make any it will grab up any space in your brain that's a very good point um because you know uh in many movies we all seen the same actors in so many movies oh you know, yeah like, like the famous ones and you know it's a They're good staying movie busy. <laughs> yeah oh yeah and, <laughs> And you know it's a well-written movie, or he's a good actor, or he or she is a good actor. When you forget that person's an actor, you know. Definitely, when yeah. When 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 they're a, when they're a bad guy and you fucking hate them, you're like, oh, I hate that person. But <laughs> you forget they're just acting, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, now that is yeah, that is the best. I mean, like I think like if I could just find myself mesmerized where I'm not thinking about anything else. And I'm 100% focused on what's going on in the movie. You know, that's that's where I want to be. Yeah, for sure. You know, you just lose yourself in it, you know? Hell yeah, that's, yeah that, is, that is the best. And uh, so, so what inspired you to write Fang? Well, a lot of it was inspired by my personal life. And this is where I get into... The other part of the movie is that as Billy is turning to, into a rat, or so he thinks, or is he? But so anyway, so as Billy is kind of going through this rat transformation process, he's also starting to realize that he might be autistic. And by the end of the movie, he gets an official autism diagnosis in addition to everything else. So that was kind of that was kind of influenced by my life because I have high functioning Asperger's, which is like you know there are different levels of uh, autism. That's like I have like the mildest possible form of it, where I'm, I'm pretty normal most of the time, but 
And then if you're like have extreme autism, then like you don't even talk. You're just oh, like, wow. yeah, you're just like, like you bang your head against the wall and, and scream and it's, it's pretty bleak. So it was kind of, so I think that the, so I think the rat is kind of a metaphor for how it feels to be disabled, how it feels to be kind of cast off from kind of mainstream society. So I think that was what inspired me to write it. And then and Billy's relationship with his mother, Gina, was also inspired by my relationship with my dad, who has Parkinson's. So, oh, my God. Yeah, so I got a lot of, uh, like, a lot of some of the dialogue between them is, like, stuff I've actually said in family <laughs> discussions. <laughs> so it's pretty personal, huh? It is, yeah. Wow, man. It, you know, it's, you know, it's very unfortunate, like, you know, what's, what's happening, but, you know, I love how you took all that and you, you made it into like, you created something out of your life situations, you know? That's right. I did. Yeah. I figure they always say, uh, write what you know, and I guess that's what I did. But I think that people often, you know, misunderstand what write what you know means because you can still use your imagination like with the rat and all that stuff. You know, I, I never thought I was turning into a rat, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I wouldn't be here right now <laughs> if I did. But so, so I think so. It's like you can take what you know and then add to it from your imagination and kind of put those personal experiences to use in a whole new setting, in a whole new context of you know your art basically and did you so did that make it easy for you to write or was it still challenging well every every screenplay is is challenging if you're doing it well but this was relatively less challenging <laughs> because i knew i had a lot of uh experiences to draw from so is this uh your first screenplay that you wrote and directed uh, this is my first feature film that I've directed. I have written other screenplays before this, but what I one of the reasons why I wrote Fang the way I did too is that I wanted to have something that could be filmed very cheaply because if a movie is more expensive, then that greatly decreases the likelihood that it'll get made, especially by a young, unknown director. So I wanted so when I was sitting down to write Fang, I was like, okay, I want to write something that could be done, you know, with limited locations with a small cast of characters, so we can, so you know, I can, I can get this made, and then my next movie will be, you know, bigger to some degree. Damn, man! So you already got plans in the works, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a planner. That's good, man. You know, oh, thank I, you. Nothing ain't stopping you. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I, uh, I'm uh, very determined at this point because I don't really have any other alternatives. It's like once you choose the film life, you know, you're kind of fucked if you don't make it at this. <laughs> it's like I have no backup plan. <laughs> it's like you have to follow through now, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm well past the point of no return. <laughs> So how exactly, if you don't mind me asking, how exactly do you get into the film industry? 
Well, that is, I think that is kind of something that's different for everyone who is making a movie. Like my solution was to, you know, get some money and then, you know, use, and then I contacted, like, well, first I sent an email to this uh, cinematographer, Jason Kranick, who lives in Chicago. And then he got my producer, Robert Felker, on board. So, and then Rob, you know, really kind of put the production team together. So that was kind of how we got the ball rolling on thing. But I think everybody kind of has a different way of breaking into the film industry. It's so, there's so many different things that could go into it that, you know, I, I don't think there's any advice that could be universal other than get your script as good as possible. <laughs> Very good advice. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's the most important thing. So you just send them your script. You're like, hey, man, I want this. You know, I want to work on this. And you all just yep. work together. Yep, man. They were they were on board. And we've had, uh, there were a lot of different things that happened during production. But it's kind of a great bonding experience with your cast and crew. Because it's like the family that suffers together stays together <laughs> very true you all go through some shit you know it makes you stronger oh yeah yeah well we filmed in uh, chicago in january and february right before the pandemic hit oh, wow so that's yeah in that sense we were very lucky it was like if we had just delayed it another month we would have been fucked but <laughs> Yeah, but it was also, of course, it was also very cold some of the time. And there was one, there were a couple of days we were filming inside a building that didn't really have central heating. Oh, so that, <laughs> yeah, so that, and you live in Arizona, so you got to use your imagination here. I'd be dead. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah you'd be wearing like 10 layers. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy, man. And uh, so thankfully, like said, we abandoned that uh, location <laughs> soon afterwards. I think even, even for us uh, Midwesterners, we had a hard time taking it after a little while. And like you said, suffered together, right? That's right. No, yeah, well, yeah, it's like, well, we use like a lot of war kind of language when we're doing it. It's like, you know, filmmaking is war. We're in battle against the odds of getting this movie done on time, under budget, and not having anything go spectacularly wrong. I got a good idea. I might get hungry later, baby. Hold this hot dog for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like when you're broke now. See, this is why when I transport weed, I only carry one gram on me, but I carry it in a, like an 800-pound safe. We are Happy Hour News Team. Follow us. We love Florida, man. Cars. Uh -huh.
No. <laughs> If you, don't, if you don't know where you're at... Oh, I know where I'm at. But oh, but you just said, where am I? Well, I was trying to, like, sit with myself. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Where Fuck, there's a microphone. Where am I? I think you've had too much We are happy hour news. We are happy hour news. You can't be fixed. All the women in the neighborhood, they say you're damaged. What the fuck are you talking about? We are happy hour news team. Follow us. Let's uh, let's get back around to to our regular regularly scheduled bullshit. <laughs> hey, so I'm sure you've noticed I've been getting a lot more celebrity guests on my show, and this is all thanks to Steve Joyner. He's a publicist, and man, this guy takes his work seriously. He does not fuck around, and this guy is keeping me busy, yo. He, yeah, I'm just getting so many celebrity guests. Thank you so much, Steve Jordan. And um, if you yourself are an actor, director, producer, and you are looking for a, a publicist, do not hesitate to contact Steve, right? He is a really cool guy. You'll love him, okay? His phone number is 816-605-4561. Or if you would like to email him, it's uh, all one word. Starts with a capital S. And it's stevesjnetwork at gmail.com. So again, starts with a capital S. And then it's T-E-V-E-S-J-N-E-T-W-O-R-K at gmail.com. Tell him Screamy Chewy sent you. You will not be disappointed. And uh, yeah, so big shout out to you, Steve. Thanks again, bro. Peace. Right, I mean, yeah. you, you, you got to stick <laughs> together, or else it won't work. You know, it's a absolutely, effort. yeah. No, yeah, you gotta, you gotta depend on your crew, your platoon. Yeah, and to come through for you. You make a lot of friends. You make family that way. You know, we do. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I mean, well, and also, you know, when you're when you're all kind of, you know, when you work on the movie long enough, you start to look at it differently you know like fang is a serious film but like the more familiar i get with it the more humor i see in different aspects of the script and just the absurdity of the production (laughs) (laughs) and we all just kind of start laughing after a while (laughs) once you just get to that point you get beaten down and and you know you can't really take things too seriously anymore it's like how, how can you take how can i take myself seriously I'm, I'm freezing my ass off standing in this mud puddle shouting action <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not so high and mighty right you're, you're all suffering together you know we are yeah and do you have any plans for any other uh anything else going on i do yeah i, I do have another script which i am I'm almost done revising, which I've been saying for a couple of months, but now I actually am almost done. 
<laughs> and, and my plan is, if all goes well, to get it financed and uh, film it sometime next year. And, uh, and that script is a thriller. It's called Broken Angels. It's, it's kind of this uh, mystery about this kind of politician who lives in Florida. He's campaigning to be senator. He's this very... He's this very suave, charismatic guy. You know, he's very, he's like the opposite of autistic. You know, he's very, he, like he can manipulate you into doing whatever, whatever he wants. Oh, I see. Yeah, but then he has a double life where he is kind of this violent, sadistic predator. So it's all about like investigating him, trying to nail him down for his crimes while he's running his political campaign. Damn, so he sounds like a psychopath. He is. <laughs> no, he is he's a very he's a very charming uh psychopath. Wow. The most dangerous kind. Yeah, the ones that uh you know they'll sell you a cherry popsicle, you know, somebody wearing a white dress, you know. Absolutely <laughs> That would be like that. the mildest thing he does. <laughs> you got that smooth talk. Oh yeah. Man, so you got it down, you know, they're so uh, mindset. Well, thank you. Um, so do you have to put yourself in a certain mindset when you write? Like, do you meditate or do any certain rituals or something? Well, I've been trying to meditate because that's a better way for me to get focused. Usually what I have to do is I, I, I listen to music while I'm writing, and, and usually I try to make sure that the music is kind of correlates to what I'm writing. So if I'm writing a suspenseful scene, then I try to listen to suspenseful music. Wow, that's yeah, and smart. If thanks. Yeah, and if it's kind of like a upbeat scene, upbeat music, sad scene, sad music, and so it kind of goes like that. But and and then usually, like I can go long periods without writing anything, and then I'll break through and write like ten pages in one day. Damn. And, <laughs> No, I, I don't do it consistently. <laughs> I've never been consistent. So I, so it's all about, for me, it's all about getting into the zone because I'm a very visual thinker. So I have to be able to visualize every inch of the scene that I'm writing while I'm writing it. And if I can't do that, then I can't really write because I feel like I'm, you know, I'm disabled. I'm cut off from from what I'm trying to conjure up. So once I get into that zone, then I'm good. And it's all about. I think. I think usually I have, to, I have to focus intensely on it before I can break through, and then I'm just in. I'm just in the world of the movie, and I know exactly what to do. And then I hit some kind of roadblock, and I have to get back in the zone again once I figure out what to do next. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm the same way. Sometimes, you know, I like uh, I'll get just fucking ideas, just bam, 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 and then like, oh bang. yeah. You know, and, and when you get those ideas coming, man, you can't stop it. I'll be trying to sleep, and then it just starts rolling, yo, and I'm like, I just got to start writing shit down, you know? I know, yeah. Oh, I get all my best ideas when I'm trying to sleep, <coughs> taking a shower, using the bathroom, going out for a walk, yep. like anything, but when I'm sitting at my keyboard. <laughs> yeah, yep. Right? <laughs> when you want to do it, you know, when you're sitting. Yeah, when I want to do it, that's what it's the hardest to do. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, it is what it is, right? Absolutely. <laughs> no, at least you get at least you get them someday. Like when when the time is wrong, 
<laughs> right? When you, got, when you got stuff to do, you're like, fuck, I got to write right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's Fang. It's still in production, right? It's in post-production, yeah. We're trying to get it done sometime within next month, or it, it looks like it may end up being another month after that. But definitely we're, we're getting closer to the end. And it's kind of like I'm on pins and needles, and I'm just like, oh, I want this movie finished. <laughs> How exciting, man. You know, oh, yeah. to see all that hard work in a finished product, you know, that's the real I know, order. yeah. Yeah, it's very uh, – and, and post-production usually takes more time than anything else, with the exception of writing the script, because you have to get everything right in editing – like the actual filming, we did it all in about 23 days, I think. So that, that sounds like a lot, and it felt like a lot, but that's been a small amount of the actual time that has been spent on making the movie. Yeah, because editing, I mean, that'll, that'll make the feel of the movie and the, oh, whole, yeah. the whole idea of it, right? How you put it together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the music... And the editing is a big factor. And we've kind of, you know, we've had some, you know, some issues with having kind of a conflicting vision of what something should be. But I'm always, I always try to be very open-minded, you know, listen to what everybody has to say. Because if, if you don't allow people to say no to you, then, you know, you can never really grow as a writer or as a director because you'll be, you'll just be kind of, you know, you're like your ego will be what is powering things instead of doing what's best for the movie. Yeah, that's very true. Um, Because if you get, you let that ego get in the way, you know, you won't listen to people's ideas. Oh, or, yeah. You know, just input. Absolutely, yeah. I can think of a number of movies that seem to have suffered from that. The problem. <laughs> Very true, you know, because people just getting like caught up in their own ways and they don't want to listen to yeah. <laughs> That's and right. Especially like when it comes to like uh what is it? Uh oh, I forgot the name of it. Uh when when people are not criticizing you but they give you input, but like it could like be feedback, yeah. Yeah, you know, some people are like, Oh, I'm not gonna listen to you and you know, that's yeah, not you have good. to you have to listen to feedback. That's Really, if, if you if you can't listen to feedback, you know, you're not going to get to make the movie. It's not so much a question of selling out, because even if you're not in a position where you have an opportunity to sell out, you still have to work with other people who you have to make certain compromises because you're not you don't have unlimited money and time to make the movie. And if you do have unlimited money and time, then you have a lot of people to answer to. We're giving you that money and time. Very so true. either way, you're going to have to compromise. I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> wow. Damn, man. And, and um, how long have you been writing and stuff? I, I, well, I've been writing since I was a kid. I would say I've been writing well since about like late 2018, early 2019. I would say that was when... I kind of broke through to a kind of a professional level of, of writing. Wow. And this is just the beginning, man. I mean, you're only going to get better from here. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, man. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to that movie. Just, uh, 
I seen uh, you posted right the page of it, and uh, I, oh yeah, yeah, I we have a lot up. of uh, we have a lot of nice uh, pictures from the making of the movie on there, so you can kind of see like visually what it looks like. Yeah, man, I checked it out. I'm like, this is my kind of movie. <laughs> like, I can't <laughs> That's wait. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I mean, and then a lot of like what you don't even see in the picture is like the dialogue and the actors and how all the characters relate to each other. So, I, so I'm going to say right now, it's even better than it looks in the pictures. Awesome. And that's on your Facebook, right? For Fang. That's right. Yeah. Facebook page, Fang, the movie for anybody who uh, wants to follow it. So is that going to be, um, I, I know it's probably too early to ask, but like, is there, is that like a certain genre you're going to stick to? Or are you going to, explore other ones when it comes to writing and directing? Well, I, th I think for now, most of my ideas seem to be kind of somewhere in the ballpark of uh, horror or suspense, but I do eventually want to branch out into other things. Like I do have some ideas for a third movie, which would be a little bit more lighthearted and kind of comedic well, by, by my standards, but... <laughs> <laughs> but that's in, <laughs> that's that's in its very early stages right now. I like that how you're very specific, bro. You're all by my standards, you know. <laughs> you know, everybody has different sense of humor. I like how you specify yeah, that. Yeah, well, what I find funny is uh, not what everybody else might find funny. I have a very uh, dark sense of humor all oh, the time. I love that, bro. I'm the same way. And um, yeah, black comedy. You, you gotta you gotta watch out sometimes because you know with my friends we all have that same dark humor and we're all <laughs> joking stuff but when i'm in public or at work and sometimes it comes out and people are like that's fucked up and i'm like oh my bad like <laughs> <laughs> well it's yeah it's like every time i try to write something like fang that i see as a serious drama when i'm starting out that i eventually start to see the black comedy in it the more familiar I get with it, it's very like I, I, I see the humor, and I don't. I don't know if anybody else would, so I would never try to act like, "Oh, this movie's a laugh riot." But I think, like, when you've seen it like ten times, <laughs> that it's funny. You get the little dark jokes in there, right? Oh yeah, I love that stuff. <laughs> and, I mean, hey, why not? You wrote it. I mean, do it. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. It's uh. Yeah, and I think it's, I guess it's kind of like the way the characters relate to each other. I think that's really where the humor comes from. Because the situation they're, situations they're in aren't really funny, but I think it's just kind of like, you know, one of my favorite things to do as a writer is just kind of lean into that, you know, kind of the absurdity of human interaction because the way people communicate is often pretty ridiculous <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> And like people rarely say what they mean and right. they have a hard time saying what they want. So that becomes kind of funny, but everybody's just saying this bullshit, right? For real. <laughs> it's like, why beat around the bush? Right? Exactly. <laughs> I love that man. Just straight up, you know, and, and you got to laugh too, you know? I know. Yeah. Well, I think that, well, I think horror and comedy are really a lot closer than many people think, you know, because there's 
you know, cause it's all about getting that kind of visceral reaction from people, you know, laughter or fear. So it's all about kind of, and I think that fear can be kind of funny when you look at it, like, you know, if you have like a traumatic experience and then you look back on it a little while later, you could see that, well, you know, that falling down that roller coaster, that was, that was kind of funny how much I screamed when I was, when I was dropping 300 feet. That was, that was funny. Very true. Uh, you know, I, I've had some crazy experiences and it was scary in the moment, but now I look back and I, I tell people about it and I'm laughing while I'm telling them. Ah, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I've, that, that has been like, I guess comedy and, and comedy is tragedy plus time. I'm a big uh, believer in that saying, yeah. Comedy is tragedy plus time. <laughs> you know, and, and I love the, the, the horror movies where they put the humor that, that even if there's there's some movies that's like stupid funny, I still laugh <laughs> at it. Like Yeah. I, <laughs> have you seen the, the a movie called Feast? I I don't think I've seen that one. It, the name rings a bell. But but there's three of them. The first one is pretty good and then the other two, they're like a little bit more low budget, but they're still really good. Oh, that's it's, good. And it's like these monsters are trying to get these people that are stuck in a bar. <laughs> and um, it, it's like super gory, but like stupid funny. And this guy <laughs> that sounds runs, like fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it keeps you entertained, you know. And there's this one scene where this guy comes in the bar and closes a door. And he's like covered in blood. And he's, they're like, who the fuck are you? And he like grabs a beer and he's like sitting by the window and he takes a sip and he's like, I'm the guy that's going to save your ass. Then a monster busts through the window and fucking takes him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> I just love like things like that. <laughs> that's good. Damn, man. So, um, wow, man. Like I said, man, I'm very impressed. You're 23 years old, man. You're already a writer. <laughs> direct um, like well thank you you're unstoppable. Well, I'm, I'm flattered that uh that you're so impressed <laughs> yeah you're you know it's very motivating just seeing individuals like you just you know you you find what you like and you just go for it you know you're nothing's stopping you that that just shows that everybody out there if, don't give up you know well that's very kind of you to say i, I don't always feel very uh motivated or productive but when i get in the zone you know you better watch out because i'm gonna be working real hard <laughs> it, it's not fucking around time huh when you're focused. I, <laughs> I love that man and, and just keep doing what you're doing man you're, you're amazing well thank you thank you very much joey that's that's very kind of you and um yeah looking forward to your movies and um so what where can people find um what you do and where can they contact you where can they find out more information about your movies and what you do well so far we mostly just have the fang facebook page i'm, I'm going to try to get a website in the near future you know because it's kind of like it's kind of sneaking up on me it's like Oh, now I'm, I'm this, uh, you know, professional director. Now I need to get myself out there. <laughs> it's kind of just like, whoa, all of a sudden. So, so I could have a website in the near future, hopefully. Awesome, or, man. And maybe uh, a little bit, little bit longer, possibly, but hopefully in the near future. 
Yep, just and keep me posted, man, and uh, I will, yeah. And uh, after Fang is done, we're going to have some sort of premiere, and then after that, we're going to get a distribution deal for the movie, so it'll most likely be going to streaming sometime next year. Awesome. So, uh, thanks. <laughs> so you'll you'll be able to check it out, and everybody who wants to see it can have the full fang experience yeah so everybody check out fang when it comes out um you know it's a it sounds like a psychological horror right psychological horror yeah that's uh that's the genre oh i love it man I, like i like i mentioned i love those types of movies that just fuck with your head because <laughs> it's almost like you're going crazy like as as much as he is you know <laughs> <laughs> well i hope not but because he goes pretty crazy. Oh, I'm excited, man. And um, hey, thanks again for coming on, man. Oh, no. It was great being on your show. This was a lot of fun. And uh, and thank you for being so enthusiastic about Fang. I hope the movie lives up to everything that it has been dreamed or nightmared about in your head so far. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. I'm sure it won't disappoint, man. No, no, yeah, it's uh, like I, I don't want I don't want to get your expectations too high, but it's gonna be good. Hell yeah, man! Looking for uh, thanks, bro. Yeah, uh, you're very welcome, Joe. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too, bro. You, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Later. Thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, you can find me at anchor.fm slash screamingchewygmail.com. There'll be three options for a monthly subscription. First one, I believe, starts at a dollar a month, yo. Yeah, dollar a month. Yeah, and if you don't want to, that's cool. You can follow me on Facebook and YouTube, Screaming Chewy Show, for some memes, some more videos for episodes. And behind the scenes kind of deal, right? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy, so I should probably change it. But it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.